So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Erica, and we are so excited, like really excited that you're here to listen to our podcast. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, feedback, critiques, criticisms, praise, feel free to find us online at sowemetonline.com. Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash sowemetonline. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So we met online. We met on OkCupid. Mm-hmm. Met her out for drinks on a, on a Wednesday a couple, couple years ago. And uh, we start just kind of the normal conversation, you know, who you are, you know, yeah, wh- how long you've been do? in D.C., blah, blah, blah. So I asked her, uh, you know, what sort of line of work she was in. She said she worked for state, for state department. I'm like... Oh, really? It's a very DC thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's normal, you know. Yeah. And then she uh, then asked a little more. She's like, yeah, she, she's a foreign service officer. I'm like, oh, really? Wow. How how is that test? Is it notoriously hard? Yes. Okay. Yes, and so she told me that she didn't remember it, and I'm thinking, there's some bullshit here, you know. <laughs> there's something that I'm sniffing, and it's not aligning with what now, I how know. How do you? I know that you used to be in the military, right? I was in the military. I was a SEAL for, for 13 years. You were a Navy SEAL? Yeah, I was, wow. I was a Navy SEAL. Okay. So um, without even going into, into specifics about how I know that stuff, I just know that there, there's just some things that when you have, a, when you have a, a cover for action or actually a cover for status, you should have a good story with it. Right? Sure. And there are holes in the story already that I was seeing just based on my own experience. Okay. So I dug into it a little more. And uh, meanwhile, she's doing the same thing. like... When she was talking to you, she was not being truthful? Like, did you get that vibe from her? Um, not that she was intentionally misleading me, but I could tell from her body language that she wasn't, she wasn't being forthright. She, okay. was, she was holding something back. Two different types of lies, omission and commission, right? She wasn't committing any lies, but she was certainly omitting some, some important information. The first thing that I thought of was CIA. And so, meanwhile, now that we've been dating for about for almost, uh, three years now. Wait, what? Yeah. So long story. So Wait, to, to go back, still dating her. Still oh, dating her. Oh my gosh. Okay. So going back to that first night, which was the best first date ever. You'll see why. Meanwhile, she's doing the same thing. You know, she's like, you know, kind of, kind of just measuring, you know, asking me about about what I did. And I stay broad. I, I never lead with the fact that I was a seal. I never had that in my dating profile. Nothing like that. Okay. It just came out in conversation. Just like when people ask, you know, what kind of company background you have? I don't have that. I just say I was in the military. They dig down. So I told her that and she's like, oh man, I wonder, uh, I wonder if he was on the Bin Laden raid. And so she asked me and I'm a terrible fucking liar. So yes. Yeah. I was on the raid. What's even more interesting. That's not even, that's not even the cool part about this. After that, she goes, you're welcome. Wait, what? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, I found him. Turns out she's the CIA analyst who found Bin Laden. Here I am. We met on OKCupid. I was on the raid. We met completely out of serendipity this through OKCupid. I know. What's even better is four glasses of, later, of wine later. It's 2 o'clock in the morning, and now she's sitting on my lap. Four <laughs> glasses each, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. Totally, totally. <laughs> and we're still dating three years later. So, Is that crazy? What's crazy is I I know you, Bob, and I didn't know any of this about you, so... No, it's not something I ever tell anybody. Well, sure. But. I mean, yes, that is incredible. That is incredible. <laughs> but 
Did something seem off to you because she couldn't share that information? What seemed off to me was her body language. Okay. It, it wasn't. It tell wasn't me, aligning. Tell me more about that. It wasn't aligning with her words. When I would ask her, wow, I'm still in awe. When, when I would ask her certain questions, very poignant questions, she would look away. She would shy away physically, and she would cross her feet. Feet always tell you where the body and the mind want to go. Well, they say that's absolutely true. If your your legs or your feet are pointing towards something, you want to be leaning into that thing or person. And if they're away, you don't want to be. Yeah. And if your arms or legs are crossed or touching each other, it's, you're pacifying yourself for some reason because you're nervous. Grooming. Yeah, it's called grooming. Oh. The feet, for all the listeners out there, the feet are, the, are very, very telling because they're the component furthest away from the brain. So the brain isn't thinking about it. So there, that's that's why you always look at the feet. But you got to do it with a number of other things. You need context, you need clusters, and you need congruence. What I mean by that, I'm just going to dork yeah, out here for a second. Please dork out. Because these, this is something all the listeners can use when they when they go out and assess their next date no, for their body great, language. No, because I talk about body language too, but I've never used these terms. So I'm curious to know what you're going to say. So context. Somebody might be sitting with their arms crossed, but is it cold? Maybe right. it's just cold in that room. So you sure. got to take the context of the situation. Clusters. When you look at somebody's, say, feet, for example, are their feet pointing the opposite way, but they're leaning into you. So you don't want to just take one body, one sort of sign in itself. Does it align with other so signs as well? Context clues, basically. Yeah, okay. exactly. Look for three. There should okay. be there should be three. One in itself. It's kind of like single source human. <laughs> I don't even go there. And then there's congruence. Uh, does it align with other signs that, that he or she is, is sending you? So, like, for example, is what she's saying consistent with the body language she's showing you so if someone's saying i really like you but they're leaned completely the other way and not making eye contact that's incongruent is that what you're saying right exactly okay. so the cluster is you want to look for at least three congruence do those three align with each other and the context in which they're expressed she was off on all those because she doesn't work for state department she works for cia wow what an amazing meeting but that's not something that you know she would share on a first date and, and nor would i it, it just so happened that it came up and it came up because we were looking at each other's body language and we could read each other and we knew we kind of knew each other's background mm -hmm. story so to speak and we were somewhat familiar with it i was curious as to what her r real story was right when she asked me if i was a seal i was like yeah but right. then when she when she asked if i was on the raid i was really hesitant to say yes for that and she and she noticed that so that just fed into the conversation even more Wow. Well, first of all, thank you for your service. You did an amazing thing, and it sounds like she did too. And clearly, you two have a lot in common, just in terms of this one instance, obviously, but just your backgrounds. And I'm thrilled to hear that you're together today. I, I really had no idea. It never gets old, that's for sure. I'm sure it doesn't. So do you just like walk in and say, hey, sweetie, how was your day? And she just smiles at you because she can't tell you anything? Is that... Well, she we kind of we come from the same bubble, so it makes it actually makes it a lot easier because when you understand what the limitations are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And, and there's you know, I mean, certain things she can't share with me. Some things I can't share with her either about things I've done. It just depends. But you know, most importantly, we uh, we just get it. Wow, thank you so much for sharing with me. I think it's amazing what you've done. Just keep it anonymous. Thank you for listening to So We Met Online. If you enjoy listening, we invite you to visit our site at sowemetonline.com slash sponsors and find out how you can help support the show. On the site, you can learn about all of our sponsors, donate to the show, 
or promote your own business by becoming a sponsor on one of our upcoming episodes. And if you're a fan, please share our podcast to your friends, coworkers, or anyone else who is looking to meet someone online. Well, that's an incredible story. You know, one of the things that I heard him casually say was serendipity. He did. He said serendipity. And it's interesting that these two individuals with as unique of a job that they both have mm-hmm. were able to come together. Right. Now, you and I disagree on this big time. <laughs> we... On which thing? We disagree <laughs> on a few things. Yeah, but on this one, we definitely disagree. Okay. And that is the... All elusive destiny. Oh gosh. Fate. True love. Oh boy. It's meant to be. Oh no. Do you you believe in all of that? To an extent I do. Now I know it makes me sound like a cynic, but I do not believe in any of that. Yeah. Now, now I am a hopeless romantic. Okay. And so I think at a high level, I would like to believe it because I want it to happen. Sure. You know, for myself. And I think a lot of other people out there especially when we watch movies and we see these stories unravel on the screen. But life is not a movie. Right. But we hope that that same type of romantic, incredible story is going to happen for us. Yeah, but if you hold yourself to that standard, don't you think you'll always fall short of it? No. (laughs) Okay. No. I'm just a realist. Look, I'm not a, I'm certainly not a cynic, although when I'm, it's funny, when I'm on the West Coast, visiting you, Chris, I often feel like I'm the most cynical, like, East Coaster around. And the thing is, I'm not at all. I'm just a realist. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I know they talked a lot about body language Mm -hmm. and telling the full truth on the date. I think that's just because of, again, both of their backgrounds. What I really want to focus in on, though, is this concept of coincidence versus fate. Oh, boy. So... When Chris says we disagree, we really disagree. So this is true of many things. I don't believe in fate. I don't believe in the universe telling me that something is supposed to happen or putting something out into the universe. Uh, I don't believe in soulmates. I don't believe in one Mr. or Ms. Wright. I believe in coincidence. I believe in incredible stories. I believe that many people can make you happy, equally happy, for different reasons. And I believe in personal accountability. (laughs) So, you know, by saying something is left to fate, that takes all personal accountability and responsibility out of the equation. And look, I come from an analytical background. I studied economics. I love math and numbers and analyzing things. And I just can't throw all the papers or all the cards up in the air and say, ah, fate will take care of it. Okay, so since you like to analyze things, let's analyze this. I can't wait. Okay, so believe it or not, I actually believe that there can be both. I believe that in certain situations, it's coincidence. Mm -hmm. And in certain situations, it may be a higher power, fate, the universe, whatever you want to call it. Okay. So let's try to dive into which is which and if well i'm never gonna agree that okay there is the other one so here's a story where i actually believe it's a coincidence okay okay and then i want to hear a story where you believe it's fate absolutely 
Okay, so in this particular story, I met a girl in the fifth grade. So we had been longtime friends. Uh-huh. And what did you look like in full? I guess you looked like I, you minus I, minus the gray hair. I look like me minus the gray hair. Yes, pretty much. Which the gray hair is very becoming on well, you. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, fate. Anyways, no. <laughs> Age. <laughs> the universe is telling me something there. Yeah. So uh, in fifth grade, I absolutely love this girl okay right as much as you can possibly love somebody in the fifth grade right we hear the comedy in that and as we grew up and got older i grew more in love with this woman Hmm. to the point where i thought for sure we were going to get married one day okay now again she was a good friend Mm -hmm. and she remains a good friend even to today at this time though when we were in our 20s or so I found out that she got engaged to get married to somebody else. I was devastated because I really thought she was the one. Right. But Time- had you not done something to... Um, did you ever date her? Yeah, we dated on and off throughout the years. You did In date. different capacities, so yes. So shouldn't that have told you at some point? No, I still thought she was the one. Okay. Okay. So she got married... Went on, lived her life. I got married, went on, lived my life. And we, for the most part, disconnected, as I think a lot of people do when they get into marriages. Sure. And fast forward about 10 years, I was visiting my old neighborhood, and I knew she was in town, and I sent a message to her saying, you know, we haven't talked in a long time, would love to connect, and let's have lunch. Mm -hmm. And she said, yeah, that'd be great. During lunch, I was explaining to her that at this particular time, uh, my relationship was struggling and it looked like we were going to get a divorce. Okay. She She knew you were married. Yeah, she knew I was married. I I mean, again, we still, you know, we had a brief period where we stopped talking to each other uh, just naturally. But Mm -hmm. I told her about my divorce and she turns to me and she said, I'm getting a divorce. Hmm. At that moment, you would naturally think, here's my soulmate who is... Married and now is getting divorced at the same time I'm getting divorced. It must be fate. But in reality, I looked at it and I said, wow, that's a huge coincidence. So did you date her again? So we tried to date briefly, but she began dating somebody else. And then ultimately she got married again to another person. And, you know, at this point in time, I know it will never work out. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that from my viewpoint of that particular relationship back in like the fifth grade through high school, it was all very destined fate. And then my viewpoint of that relationship, even at the time where we decided that we were both going to get divorced and we were both going to be single and we were both going to be living in the same place at the same time, single, there was a certain amount that I would have normally thought, well, this is fate. But it to me at that point in time, it was definitely more of just a coincidence. It right. just happened. Right. So I agree with that assessment. I would say that is a coincidence. So now here's another story, which I think is more of a destiny. Okay. I met somebody online. So we, you met online. <laughs> so we met <laughs> online. And we had talked about two times. And it was very brief. We spent some time on the phone getting to know each other exchanged information through whatever the app was and i received an email response back from her the next day saying you know i really appreciated having the phone conversation but i don't think that this is going to work out 
I'm like, okay, you know, obviously there was something that I said in the phone call that, you know, triggered something that sure. wasn't going to work. So I never talked to her again. Two years later, on the exact day that I had that phone conversation with her, mm -hmm. two years later, after never talking to her ever again, never meeting her, never meeting her in person, never talking to her again, two years later, on the exact day, I decide to log into Instagram. You know how in Instagram you invite friends who you're connected with sure. or contacts that you may have. And there is an option that says basically invite all. Mm -hmm. So I hit invite yeah, all. Yeah, I made that mistake once. Yeah. <laughs> My phone's blowing up all day. I'm like, what have I done? Exactly. Same thing for me. I just hit it and I invite all. And all of a sudden I get a message from a woman who says, who are you? <laughs> I'm like... So I go and I look at her pictures and I'm like, I don't, I, to be honest, I said, I don't know who you are either. <laughs> I, I go, all transparency, I hit, invite all, it went out. So I must have talked to you at some point in time. I don't know <laughs> when or how or what. Okay. So she's like asking me questions to try to figure out how we know each other <laughs> and, you know, school, work, Sounds what like is a fun it? game. Right. Don't know. And so I said... Well, how about if we have dinner and figure it out oh, over dinner? Oh, very suave. Right? And she's like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's have dinner. So we agree to go have dinner. Now, while I'm driving to dinner, I still have no clue who this woman is. Okay. And as I'm getting there, I get a text message from her. And you had saved her number. And I had saved her number. And the text message said, I'm running late. Uh -huh. Just wanted to let you know. And I'm like, okay, great. As soon as the text message popped up, her picture popped up with her contact information that I had saved from two years right, ago. Right, and it probably said, like, Susie Bumble. Exactly. It's exactly what it said. It was from eHarmony. Okay. So I'm like, I know who this person is now. <laughs> and we had the one phone conversation, and she broke up with me the very next day. And it's two years later to the date that this conversation happened. Okay. We get to dinner. She says, well, I don't know who you are yet. And I said, I know who you are. And she's like, oh, great. Is this bad? And I go, well, let's have dinner and we'll talk about it. <laughs> so we went in, had dinner, and we talked about it. And we clicked uh -huh. like nothing had ever happened. Mm -hmm. And we oh, both... that's why I tell my clients not to have these prolonged phone conversations because it's so easy to dismiss someone exactly. based on nothing. And so we had this conversation, and it was brilliant. And at the end, we both said... <laughs> You know what? I think the universe is telling us something. After two years, on the same date, anonymously, out of nowhere, right? Random acts. You could say it's coincidence. I do. But it's kind of magical. It's a wonderful coincidence. It's a wonderful story. Look, I am definitely willing... First of all, I love that story. How yeah. did I not know that? And second... I am fully willing to say that there are varying levels of coincidences. Exactly. I mean, there's a coincidence that I run into my neighbor at the supermarket. That's not really much of a coincidence. Right. But if I run into that same neighbor in Jamaica, that might be a coincidence. Now, th this story is another level of a coincidence. Right, right. But to me, it's still a coincidence. Because <laughs> my thing is, like, there's an infinite number of coincidences that are humanly possible. That are possible. Sure, absolutely. Right? So when one happens... People are flabbergasted. But the probability of one of those infinite coincidences happening is actually pretty high.
Okay, so mathematically, <laughs> we can say that coincidences can happen because that's just how the universe works. No, that is not. Math is a universal equation. Love is the universal you know language. We will we agree can... to disagree. But no, let's let's actually dive into this just okay. a little bit more. All right. So there are a couple of factors here, right? Mm -hmm. I think when we talk about coincidences and timing and fate and all those types of things, there are some very specific elements like who the person is. Sure. Right? So we may decide that something is a coincidence solely based on our connection right. to that and individual. the outcome. Exactly. Because people are much more inclined to say something was fate if it's a positive outcome. So, for example, I have, I call it recycling. I do what's good for the environment, which means I sometimes date people I've dated many years in the past. You know? Recycling, you know, and, and I could think of three people off the top of my head who, you know, we hit it off well whenever it was. Maybe timing was off for one of us or maybe, you know, who, who knows why things don't work sometimes. But then years later, one, it was eight years later, we ran into each other at a party, hit it off again because, you know, if you're attracted to someone once, you are probably going to be attracted to them again. He and I went out again. We still had a great time. Ultimately... Our life places were different and it wasn't, you know, the right match in the long run. But let's say it had been. You know, I'd be telling that story and someone would say, that is fate that you went to that right. party and you met and, you know, he was wearing this and you were wearing this and you remembered <laughs> the first time you met and right. all of that stuff. But if it doesn't work, you're like, oh, yeah, well, that's a nice story. <laughs> yeah. Do we correlate fate with soulmate? Well, you also know I don't believe in soulmates. Yes. Because that to me is so limiting. Because if you think there's one soulmate out there who can make you happy, that's pretty depressing. Like what right. if your soulmate's in Japan? So, so where I'm going with that is in my particular situation where my friend from the fifth grade, mm -hmm. I had always believed was my soulmate. Right. And as I grew up, she got married to somebody else, then got a divorce, and then ended up getting married to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And let's just say for the sake of the conversation, as you said, and I, I think you touched on something really good there. We tend to look at fate when something positive happens and coincidence when something negative yeah. happened. So in this particular case, she married somebody else. So it's just a coincidence to me. Let's play devil's advocate or let's play hypothetical. Okay. If my friend gets a divorce for the second time and becomes single and for some reason or another, I end up with her again. I think that it would be just lovely. Right. Okay. So <laughs> it would be great. But I'm trying to think in my own mind, would I call her my soulmate? Considering uh -huh. she's basically been married two now, other I times. I have a question and... then. Do you think there's only one soulmate for you? No. Okay, right. good. Now, how do you define soulmate? Well, that's interesting because I actually think we may overuse the word soulmate. I think so too. Because I might actually be thinking of the same concept, someone who is truly compatible with you in right. many levels and who right. makes you really happy. Right. I think there can be multiple of those people. Right. But do I call it a soulmate? No. Do I call it a really great fit? Absolutely. There's about three or four women in this world that I can name right now off the top of my head who I know that if I ended up with in some fathom of, uh, of the concept that I would be ecstatic and forever happy. I know those no, individuals. I don't think you can know that. Actually, I, I hear what you're saying and I understand. I just, I don't know. I, you're being cynical again. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm being realistic. We don't have a crystal ball. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, we talk I hope, about. 
You're right. <laughs> right. No, we talk about, you know, romantic movies. And we also know that there are movies out there that talk about, uh, you know, what if and if I had wishes and I would wish for this and that those wishes never really bring you true happiness. So I think there is some truth to that. Well, I think anyone getting married ever thinks that their relationship will withstand the test of time. Right. So that's why I'm just saying no, don't get go into a situation cynically. Of course not. If I ever choose to get married, you better believe I think it's going to be a marriage that's going to last. But I also know that two people have to remain happy and two people have to choose each other every day. And if one day someone doesn't choose the other person, soulmate or whatever you want to call it yes, or not, it's I not going agree. to go the distance. Yes, I completely agree. So soulmates are definitely a title that we are placing on an individual that we have some level of unique connection to. Now I have a question. What if one of your quote soulmates, what if, you know, one of them is the one who got away and then you decide, let's say you do decide to get married again and you marry a wonderful woman who you're very compatible with. Do you think she's your new soulmate or do you still think the one who got away is your soulmate? Well, I can... Or they're both soulmates. <laughs> no, I can do that pretty quickly with, again, my marriage. I think I've shared this on the podcast before, but quite frankly, when I got married, I didn't even consider my wife my soulmate. Well, I think that's a whole other story. Yeah. Right. But I got married to somebody basically just for the sake of getting married. And there was clearly other people that I would have much rather have been with. I understand. So in that scenario... I don't see myself getting married again until I'm getting married to somebody I know that I have that level of compatibility can, and attraction to. I completely agree. I completely agree. I think people get married for any number of reasons, and that's a whole other topic we right. can delve into that we don't have time for today. Just to kind of wrap things up a little, even though you and I don't agree on the terminology necessarily, and you put more faith in the universe and fate and things like that, and I don't, I do think we are saying similar things yes. in terms of multiple people being able to make us happy. It's an amazing coincidence, both what happened in the story earlier and you know things like your, mm. your fifth grade love. I think they're amazing coincidences. And that's what they are. And if those work out to your advantage, then thank goodness there are coincidences. <laughs> yeah. I will add one last thing. I also think that there is a level of religious belief in this. I think there are a lot of people out there that... You're right. You know, if you believe in God or whatever religious mm -hmm. being you believe in, uh, you have a tendency to believe, well, it's in God's mm. hands or it's in the universe's hands or this entity's hands That's true. to help bring this person into my life. Are you religious, if you don't mind my asking? I am. Okay. Yeah. But I don't tend to heavily emphasize my religion in terms of my hopeless romantic beliefs, mm -hmm. right? I, I tend to believe that those are separate, but I can see how individuals could match those together and they would be one in the same. I can definitely see that. And I think you're being consistent in your views on fate and soulmates and your religion. And I think I'm consistent in that while I'm Jewish, uh, culturally, I am neither spiritual nor religious. I, Science is your master. Well, I don't even think about it, right. to be honest. I just consider us all human beings who drive our own success, who drive our own failures, who 
are accountable for our own well-being. I don't think there's a guiding force. And I am okay saying that on record. And you know what's interesting? I wouldn't have been even a few years ago because basically I think I was afraid to admit that because people really have a negative connotation with the word atheist. I'm not going to label myself as anything. I'm just saying I'm neither spiritual nor religious, yet I'm Jewish. But the fact that I'm not spiritual definitely comes into play here when I don't believe there's some puppet master. And I know that's a negative way of looking at things, but I like to believe that I am truly in charge of my life. And if things work out for me, that is wonderful. And if things don't, Maybe I could do something differently. Whoa, that was a deep we, conversation. Wow, we uh, we went all in on yeah, that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I got nothing else, Chris. No, I you know I'm going to leave the rest of today up to the universe. And you know what? I think it's pretty great that you and I met on Craigslist to do this podcast. And I was thinking how much I wanted to do a podcast. And you know what? It was certainly fortuitous that I read your ad. It was fate. <laughs> Have a nice day. Thanks for listening. <laughs>